Hello and welcome to Don't Tell Me What to Do, the astrology podcast. I'm Lisa Kiss, your host, and I'm also an astrologer, teacher, and conscious business guide. This podcast is named after one of my favorite sayings and expressions to live your life. We're all here to experience life in our own unique ways. So keep listening to explore different views of living life through astrology, business, and personal development as we go through the Zodiac seasons together and with our guests. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have here Jess Fields, who runs White Fox Graphic Design. Um, I'm just very excited to connect with her. We are both in the same magical money membership, and that's how we've come together. And we both love astrology. So um, I'll pass it over to you to introduce, like, officially introduce yourself to everybody, and then we'll get started. Thank you, Lisa. I am so excited to be here with you guys today, and you, Lisa. I'm so excited to connect. Um, so my name is Jessica. I like Lisa said. I run White Fox uh, Graphic Design. So. I'm a brand designer, web designer. I do print packaging, anything design related, really. Um, I've been doing, let's see, I've been running White Fox for three years now. And um, yeah, just, you know, running my own business and being able to show like the branding side of astrology and kind of tying that in. I know we'll get into that is so very exciting. So yeah, I'm just really happy to be here today. Yay. Okay. So I want to dive straight into your chart. I'm staring at it. And I just like, it's like, I love almost challenging myself to read charts without like preparation or notes or anything like that. Um, okay. So the first thing I want to talk about is that you're a, like a 12th house sun. I don't know why I want to go there first. I'm a 12th house sun too, technically. Like Ooh. it's a sign. So, and I feel like I'm coming across them more. And I feel like there's like some, like a power in that almost, but um yeah, so you're an Aries sun, Gemini moon, Taurus rising. Um, but do you feel like the energy of the 12th house sun come through? Like, or does the Aries overpower it? That's a good question. I feel like I feel like the Aries might overpower it at this point. <laughs> like the fire and the yeah, just just all the things with the Aries. It definitely overpowers it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I find like I don't know. I find just like with the Piscean undertone, like to my Gemini sun, it's almost like a, like a dreaminess, but like big visions, dreams, like come through or like I get ideas and I don't know where they come from. And apparently it's called downloads. That's what I've learned. But. Oh, I love that. Yes. Like the pings that you get when they're just kind of flowing through. I like to call them pings. It's just like mm -hmm. a, okay. it's like a ping moment, you know, <laughs> that's what I kind of relate to, but yeah, that's awesome. I love that. No, I like ping. I just download sounds like weird, almost like where am I downloading it from? Like I'm not a computer type thing, but yeah, that's exactly. I'm like, oh, we're not computers. I mean, yeah, but also it's like the ping is where I really, you know, that's what I resonate with. So yeah, love it. Mm -hmm. And then you are a Gemini moon. So um, how does that kind of come through with, I mean, you're, you're like, you're technically communicating like visually, like beautifully visually with everything, but do you find the other like communication in general is very strong? I do. Yeah. I would say like, I, I know this sounds kind of funny, but like in school, I would always get in trouble for talking. It was like one of those things I would always just talk. 
<laughs> during presentations or during like whatever. And so like the, I feel like the communication piece totally comes through. I'm also a very loud person. I don't know if that's like the Italian in me, but I'm very, very loud. So yeah, that shines through a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then right now, like you being a Taurus rising, all of the like action with the North node and Uranus is like basically on your ascendant. Um, have you felt like, I mean, are you like, I mean, the Gemini moon, like, are you someone who likes change or are you more resistant to it? Ooh, no, I, I think I resonate with the Taurus rising on that is like the change is not, not my jam. Like I know there's, it's just, it's harder to be able to change. I think, um, like the transformation I enjoy, but yeah, change is, is such a, like a disruption for me. Okay. Have you felt like there's an area that like needs to change because Uranus is there, maybe like shaking something up or like I don't know. I mean, I just recently became a mom. So Millie is now three months. I have a baby girl. And so that's like really shaken stuff up mm -hmm. kind of in every, you know, every aspect, everything's changing. So, you know, time, business, mm -hmm. being a mom, you know, personal life, like everything. So yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like that's probably, but I enjoy, I will say, obviously, like I enjoy that change. I enjoy having her by my side and she's my little sidekick. She's a Taurus son actually, um, and double Virgo. So she grounds me like crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Like that means yeah. like, I just immediately go to like a sinistry chart, like the energies together and it's like her son's in your first house. So it feels just like a connection. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even Virgo's like technically like kind of like your fifth house there. And it's even like, that's like the house of creativity. So I wonder like how that will just play out as she obviously like grows and like has her own personality develop, but. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I'll usually have her, like I don't obviously have her right now cause she's with my husband. <laughs> if she was in here, you'd hear babies, uh, you know, baby noises, but she's usually in my office with me. She'll like play and I have a wall of plants over here on the side and she'll like watch them and kind of like make noises. So she, she brings out like the little playfulness also in like business and, and all the things. Yeah. That's just so like, I'm not a mom, but I, my cousin has three boys. So like I being in the energy of kids is almost like it's, it's beautiful, but at the same time, it's, I have not experienced it yet, but yeah, that's like, it's so exciting the, for you. It is. It's, it's such a change. <laughs> I love it so much though. Um, I'm wondering what else I kind of like see in the chart. I mean, I don't know. The only thing I can like, I go to Pluto. Like Pluto's like at the top of your chart right now. So like, um, cause you're two degree Aquarius midheaven. I have like the dates marked written down when Pluto enters Aquarius. I'm like quite excited for what change it's going to bring like collectively. Cause like, Love that. I'm honestly like over Pluto being Capricorn. <laughs> like it's just, it's gotten to a point where like we can see it and it's like, okay, it's not working. Like we need to, we need to pivot. So I think at like the end of 2024, like officially Pluto's in Aquarius, like, and it stays there. 
Um, but next year we get like a little bit of it, but I wonder what that will do for you in just terms of your like career, your 10th house and all of that. Cause it'll conjunct your midheaven, right? Like there might be a transformative yeah. moment, like you're building to it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There's actually been a lot of change in my business. Um, recently, obviously becoming a mom, like structuring differently. Um, and yeah, just like time management, different projects, like all those things. So yeah, I wonder what that would look like. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it could even feel like a, like a personal transformation then goes into business or it could just be you're seen as a completely different, like, what's the word? I wonder, have you, like, have you always been white fox? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's I'm just, interesting. I'm just like a like, rebrand. Yeah, something like that. Like it's just like a whole transformative identity comes through. Ooh, that's interesting. I don't even know where that came from. Those that's just one of those moments. <laughs> like okay. the pain, girl. It's yeah. the pain. <laughs> I love that. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. And then the last thing I'll just say, because whenever I see like someone with Jupiter and Cancer and they're like, a mom it's almost like you expand through being a mom like the energies there the nurturing you love it and then you're part of fortunes there as well so it's like it, you're almost like do you feel like you've expanded in the last three months like oh my gosh yes in so many ways just like you know I have a lot of like I feel like I resonate a lot with my Aries so I'm very like fiery and like not really patient and like all the things I'm super, super, super patient with my baby. Like I, it, it's changed me in so many ways. Like I, I didn't know that I would be able to do that. Cause I'm kind of like always on the go. I'm also a Manny gen. So it's like 45 things at a time, Aries fire where like you take the action and it's like action, you know, it's just, it's going, you're just going all the time. And with her, I will say like, she slows me down a lot and it's beautiful because it's, it's always been a challenge for me to slow down. Mm -hmm. It's like, I have to try to slow down, like intentionally slow down because I can just pop off all the time. <laughs> it's easy for me to do that, you know? So yeah, it's, it's awesome in the way that, that that's changed. Yeah. yeah there's a, becoming a mom is a lot of change. <laughs> it's beautiful challenging yeah. but rewarding yeah I saw a post on Instagram that said like when when you have kids you have to almost give yourself like 30 extra minutes before you go out the door to make sure you get everything ready because you just kid, kids almost like teach you mindfulness in a way like oh my gosh yes I will say I like even before coming on this podcast I had to feed her I'm like okay I need to make sure that she's fed I need to make sure that she's you know changed all the things so it's like the 30 minutes, I would say closer to like 45 <laughs> because you never know. Cause when you go out the door, sometimes it could be like, Oh my gosh, I forgot to feed her. Or like, she's hungry again, even though she just ate like an hour ago. So yeah, it's definitely, yeah. There's so much that you have to prep, <laughs> but also it's like, you just kind of go with the flow too. Yeah. Cause you, you're not going to be able to really predict any of that stuff. Like you just kind of follow the baby with that, you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, which is so funny for like my structural Taurus rising side. I like want to be so, so structured. I'm like, okay, every two to three hours you feed her every like blah, 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 you do this. And it's the opposite. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and you even have like three planets in Capricorn too. So like there's <laughs> even more Earth there. <laughs> like Yep. And then what else? I mean You have like, whenever I see a lot of the Capricorn, I call it like the millennial signature. I don't have it. Like I'm, I'm like young, like, like I, I feel like I'm 85, but I'm like only 25, like, but my soul, like I'm old. Um, okay. What else? I think that's like, I mean, you have Saturn in your 10th house right now too, which has been transiting the last two years. So like, I mean, I feel like there's either been like more seriousness to your business, which I feel like, yes, just from what I've seen. And then totally. like more discipline structure, all of that. Um, but it'll be exciting to see like when Saturn moves into Pisces um, in like March next year, like it'll mm. have more emphasis on community stuff potentially with the 11th Ooh. house, right? Beautiful, yeah. I sometimes I always feel like the 10th house like certain structures almost set you up to be able to hold space for the, your community or like welcome in more people if you've like gotten your, your shit together with that with the 10th house there so yeah okay so do you want to talk about what you do in branding astrology reading so what I just did if anyone listening doesn't really know so it's just you take your natal chart and it's basically like for a person where all the planets were in the sky when you were born and there's a lot of insight in there for like you can look at it really so many different lenses I like to look at charts for like sole purpose um career business that's sort of my my jam I have Saturn natally in my 10th house so I'm like work 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 <laughs> so that's how yes. I like the chart but you can pull up a needle chart for like any date. Like you can do, I did one for when I moved just to see what the energy was. I did yeah. one when I decided, okay, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, but then like different dates. Someone even said, um, look at your Instagram, like in the settings to see the date you got your, like created your Instagram account. It can show your relationship, social media. And I was like, so I did that. And so I got my Instagram like 2013. So I like put that, um, that date in to see what was going on. It's really interesting. Like when I started my podcast, I put the, the date in to see, but for branding purposes though, what is like the, um, the date you recommend people give you for their, their brand or business? Yeah. So I do brand readings for mm -hmm. businesses, for brands. Right. So, um, I usually, so what I did is I start, I used the date where I got my LLC. So my business license, um, you can do that. You can do it when you start your Instagram, you can do it when you launch your website. Um, when you launch your, in, yeah, when you launch your Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is related to your brand. Um, if you have a store, like when you open that, so really just like any milestone that really like resonates with you. Um, that's what you could use for, for the brand chart, which is so cool. Cause we really dive into to all the fun stuff. So I'll let you continue <laughs> asking questions, but yeah, that's, that's my pretty much milestones. Milestones like a, of your brand. Yeah. Whatever you resonate with. Okay. And then if someone's like torn between two, what would they do? Like follow the intuition or. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, okay, which one like resonates with you? Like with, with you more right like you could even pull up both if you want and say like is it do I resonate more with it being a Taurus or do I resonate more with it being a Gemini right mm -hmm. so 
you could do that. But usually like people have like the one where it's like, okay, this is, this is the one and that's what I want to use. So yeah, the chart I pulled is for April 1st, 2018 at like midnight 02. And the reason I have like the exact time is because that's when I decided, because I was like struggling with like, should I get a part-time job? And I was in school. I ended up like leaving school to just run my business at like 21 years old. Yes. Which is very, I feel like Aries energy coming through there. 100%. <laughs> but I, um, what did I do? I applied for like a, a grant program in business training because I was like young and I could because I was in school. So um, I found the email that actually said like the date I made the account and it was at like 12.02 a.m. I'm like a night owl. So that's how I like pulled the chart. And that just resonates like the most with me because that's when I was like took it seriously. And every time I've pulled other charts, though, there's a tendency for it to be sad rising. I do things when like it's Ooh. sad rising, like that's when the that constellation is like out and I'm just like so I think that's really interesting but that's so cool yeah I um I got mine because I applied for an LLC obviously you get an email mm -hmm. what time did I do that at and of course it was tourist season so it's funny because my big three is also my brand's big three but they're not the same like it's a tourist tourist sun uh, Aries moon Gemini rising so it's kind of just intermixed but it's the same big three which I thought was so interesting like how do you even how does that even happen synchronicities <laughs> it happened like it happened just because it happened it's like we can't explain it <laughs> yeah like yeah there's no explaining that but that's so cool that that it's that way mm -hmm. like I resonate with all of it so yeah it's really cool to be able to just like even pull up someone's personal chart and their brand chart and kind of to relate them to like, mm -hmm. how do you relate to your brand's chart? And then how can like branding tips help guide your brand with your chart? You know, that's what, that's mainly what I do is like when I pull up a chart, it's like, okay, how, you know, there's certain planets that are in charge of like luck and success and money. Right. And then there's some that are in charge of like communication or structure in your business. So it's like, how, where does that fall in your brand's chart? And then what branding tips can I give you in order for that to like shine through and for just, just to give you guidance. Um, and then also like I do color palettes according to your brand chart. So whatever, you know, I see, and it's usually intuitively as well. So with colors, it can be very strategic. It can, there's a lot of color psychology. That's what I learned in school. It's like, in design school, you know, there's really any colors are psychological, right? But at the same time, you have that intuition piece of like, okay, does this resonate? Will it resonate with my dream clients? Yes. Okay. Let's go with that. Like our intuition will never lead us astray, you know? So mm -hmm. yeah, it's color palettes. And then I do like brand keywords, which are so fun because you get really the essence of like the vibe of your brand. Um, and yeah, so there's just so much that go into these that can be really helpful and just so, so much fun. Yeah, I want to pull up. So like Jess did a mini brand reading for me on Instagram. I'm going to ice cream. Yes. In a I got to find it. Yes. And like you inspired me. So like I, I had to scroll down to my, because you said in it something about like reds and I got so scared, like with the red. <laughs> but then you're like, it can be different, like shades, like pinks and everything. 
And then I looked at what my original branding was like in 2018. And I was really obsessed with like this light pink or like this odd kind of red. I don't even know how to describe the color. It looks kind of like brown undertones, but you can tell Mm -hmm. there's like red in it. And then I looked and I used to have so much fun curating the photos on the feed and like making it look almost like a, I don't know. It was almost like my travels locally around my city and connecting with people. And then I would take photos and share them. So you've inspired me to like do that again for like Virgo and Libra season coming up. So like almost have more fun with it or think of it almost like I'm curating a mood board, which could almost even connect to like manifesting, I feel like. But hundred. But yeah, here, I'll read for people, just if other people are. So I'm an Aries sun in my brand chart, Libra moon, sad rising. So I love the insights that you did. So like it says Aries leader, innovator, ambitious. Um, The branding example is take big risks, maybe use reds in the color palette. Um, The Libra moon seeks balance, extroverted, friendly. Example, harmonious color palette, nicely balanced Instagram. I guess I feel like oh, I'm always trying to achieve balance on that feed. Like if, I love it. If one thing is off, it like hurts me. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. We gotta, we gotta move this, or we gotta delete it, or archive it, or something because it is off balance. It's not gonna work. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that yeah. with my Mars and Virgo just being extremely picky, but it could also be this like Libra Moon energy coming through 100. percent Yeah. And then the sad, like the optimistic, open-minded. Trying, I'm always trying new things, but I always feel like I have to be educating like every post there should be some kind of education like no filler posts no frills like just honest education (laughs) I love that yeah you like so resonate with your chart that's so cool yeah so and then you wrote at the bottom dependent on what houses these planets are into so like looking at that too so do you want to explain um I guess what the big three are in branding like the sun moon rising like what they kind of mean of people one of that yeah. yeah so it's actually on your chart too so I um for like the for the sun sign it's the brand's personality okay. so um you can really channel like okay let's see if you're like the Aries let's just say um the personality of an Aries is like bold ambitious passionate you know independent like you're out there you're fiery right like you're putting your services out there mm-hmm. um so like branding tip like what we talked about is like reds or like even like the softer ones, pinks, if you want, but like a shade of red, it could also be like um, an accent color. So it doesn't have to be like your main thing. It can just be like an accent. Um, Yeah, so that is like the sun. And then the moon um, is like the emotional piece, right? So what was yours again, Libra? Libra, yeah. Yeah, so it's like the balance of of Libra, right? So, just like the emotional connection that you have to the moon, um, the moon sign. And then rising is the first impression. So like, what do people really like first impression? Like when they see your feed or when they see your website or when they see uh, anything about your brand, a business card, um, like what kind of first impressions are they getting from your brand? So you can really channel that by, you know, just depending on what houses, yeah, like what you said, like what, what houses, it really depends on the house that, the sign is in as well so it can it can sway like okay if Aries is in a different you know one of the planets and it's like okay maybe this branding tip wouldn't have been as accurate if it were in a different house you know so 
it's really dependent on that. And that's what I do in the brand readings. It's like, I really go in and like, okay, it's in this house and this house is in charge of, you know, 10th house career. So this is a branding tip that I can give you um, to follow the Aries or whatever sign it's in. So yeah, it's like, it's really specific. So it's just like, you know, personal natal chart, but with your brand, which is so much, it's so fun. And it gives you a lot of clarity and guidance too, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, maybe you're stuck in your brand or your business and you're like, okay, how do I move forward? Like, what, what are, what are some things I can do to un be unstuck? And then you can get a reading and be like, okay, like I could try these couple things and see what helps. So yeah, they're, they're lots and lots of fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to, I just pulled up mine to see where, like what house is. So like, yeah. do you use Placidus or whole sign? I kind of am like going back and forth. Like I kind of am liking whole sign more now, the deeper I go yeah. into astrology. Yeah. Use whole sign or, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause yeah, cause Cause yeah, like I just have it set to Placidus and it's like a fourth house sun, 10th house moon. But I'm like, no, I really think it, it's like the fifth house sun, 11th house moon. Cause like, I'm always trying to somehow bring people together or I'm trying to creatively do like, try something kind of new, which that's the 511 access. So, okay. I love it. And then yeah, see, it's like, it depends on like what you resonate with. Right. So you're mm -hmm. like, okay, if I don't resonate with that one, then I'll resonate with this milestone. So it really, it's super dependent on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then even you said business cards and like, I need to get like new ones, but like my logo says Lisa Kiss. And that, that was a big thing for me, like naming my business. Like I've had four different business names. Oh my gosh. I'm a Gemini. Like I'm, I'm, flip, I'm flipping and flopping, but I finally was like, no, it's your business. You run it. It has to be your name. And I feel like that's very Aries. Like it's, it's you like express it. And then I have a cool, like my last name actually is kiss. So like everyone says you have a name. So then I'm like, okay, I should just use that. I've been given it. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, there's, yeah, I feel like it's so, so accurate too. But on my card, it says like, I have it say astrologer teacher guide as my little like thing on the side and it's sad rising. It says teacher on it. So I just had that like a hot moment when you said, um, yes, that. gosh, see, it's coming together. I mm -hmm. love it. But so like, okay, during the day I work in like digital marketing, social media, like outside of this. And, um, I'm just wondering, I always think in like the digital world, but like, are there branding tips that you have, like for like, I guess, print things, I guess, like what are the different assets you think people, or is it like dependent on the business? Yeah, I would say it's dependent on the business, like, you know, business cards or like for actually, this is a good example. If you have um, like, let's say a crystal shop or something like that, or you sell crystals or um, you could probably, if you're looking to get more like merchandise um you could sell uh oracle cards like you can like if that could be depending on what it is it could be a gemini rising like communication through cards uh community right so it's like there's so many things that you can that you can do with print as well so like yeah merchandise business cards um journals planners um and then just making sure that you're really on brand with those things too that's important because you want to make sure it relates to all of the cohesive beautiful things that you have online 
like digital, but also like if you're going to print them, making sure that they're the same color palette, brand font, all those beautiful aesthetics as well. So yeah, there's definitely a lot that you can do with print okay. for sure. It's funny you mentioned Oracle cards. I've always wanted to write, like to create an Oracle card deck. It's like <laughs> on my like long list of things like I want to do. And I even started like a Google doc to like list out, like I want there to be like, I don't know, 48 or 52 or something like that. And like, I have it like listed. I want them to be like affirmations, but connected to astrology. That's as far as I've gotten. Like I haven't actually written it. It's all set up. It's just not filled in. But wow. I always wondered how the heck you like print Oracle cards and do all of that. But yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of places online that you can print. So you just have to set up the files and do all the, you know, aesthetics and the visuals and stuff. And then you can you can go online and actually um, look at card printers. I actually, uh, when I was in design school, they had us print out playing cards and we got to pick our own theme. Um, my family is from Argentina, so I chose like Argentinian wines because I thought it'd be so cool to just like spill like wine and like on a piece of paper and like take pictures of it and then turn them into the cards. They turned out super cool, but um, so like with different colors and all the things and then uh, yeah, you can you just print them online and you go through this. I don't remember what the, I think it's called makeplayingcards.com. If okay. you guys are interested in in oracle cards or just like playing cards, um, like a deck, but yeah, the they came out super beautiful and they were really fun to make. So yeah, you just have to like set up the files, all all the things, and then you can you can do that. But yeah, there's so much that you can do with that, like so many themes and so many like you said, like you have a Google Doc of all the beautiful like astrology tying in all of that. That'd be so amazing. I feel like you're speaking into existence right now. Maybe, yeah. I keep, <laughs> like, I keep like niching down. Like the more I do astrology, the more I'm like, okay, it needs to be like specific. And I just keep going to like business astrology or like, um, I don't know. I just like, I started my business so young and then I see other people and they like, you know, they, uh, they like work a job and I know it's like not their passion or like, it's I'm big on like the just the woman empowerment thing like I feel like my grandma always wanted to have a business but she never could and then even my aunts and then like my like I look at my cousin and I'm just like okay I almost need to do this to empower like my whole ancestral lineage but I feel like yeah. other people it will help them in that way to almost clear stuff so yeah that'd be super beautiful to just even focus on like the career part of their chart you know like that that there's so much guidance that you can get from these readings truly mm -hmm. like there's yeah like if you need clarity you just really go in and it's not like it tells the future right but mm -hmm. I mean there's parts of it that probably can but you really just want to see how you can embody your chart like how can you embody your chart to really get you know feel like your higher self and and feel embodied in your brand or your personal life or just anything so yeah there's the career career houses are always so fun to look at yeah I um I'm just so like if somebody like as part of their like brand strategy because I don't know if it's like more common now but if they were like oh should I start like a podcast or should I write a book like you can see that in the the brand chart totally yeah I mean yeah because where does Gemini fall on their 
part, you know, like what house is that in? Right. So just dependent on that, it's like, okay, should you, or can you not should, but can you write something or can you go on Instagram live or can you start a YouTube or, you know, there's so many, so many options with just even looking at the sign and like how you can embody that sign for like what you're, what you're trying to go for. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm just like looking, I'm like, hey, where's Gemini on mine? And it's like the seven. So I like, um, with, with the podcast, I enjoy doing like my own episodes, but like I originally started it because I was like, I want to talk to people and I want to hear what they have to say. And like, I always, I almost feel like it challenges that other side of Gemini, like the listening. Like I, I try my best not to talk and like let the other person talk. I feel like I'm talking more today, but the moon is in Gemini right now. It is. I saw that. I saw that on my sanctuary app. I'm like, oh my gosh, how perfect it is that we're recording a podcast today. Like amazing. And my moon's in Gemini. Yeah. You're with your little <laughs> monthly lunar return. So right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, I guess where I, this happens to me all the time where I like, I forget what I'm going to say. It's like, <laughs> But has there been, um, I guess like with your, cause you probably will like look at your brand chart and like get insights. Has there like, what's a, either like a transit or an insight that you've seen in your chart that you're kind of like working on or whatever you want to share, but like. Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I don't remember what like planet or sign I saw, but I was looking at it not too long ago because I felt I, you know, entrepreneurship ebbs and flows, right? So it's like, okay, I'm stuck or I'm feeling this, I'm feeling stuck, right? So it's like, okay, let me look at my chart. Let's see what kind of guidance I can get through my chart and see like maybe where I can put my focus. Um, it was in the 10th house, like, of course. And then um, I, that's when I decided to invest in coaching. So uh, with Natalia, so mm -hmm. I invested in coaching and it's like, the best thing that's ever happened in my business, in my brand. So like I said, I don't remember what sign it was related to, but I'm like, this is, this is just what the guidance I needed. Like, and then I, I did that. And now like I'm on the other side and it was just so super cool to be able to just pull up your chart and be like, okay, like, where can I, where can I, where do I feel like I want to focus right now? Uh, mm -hmm. What transits are happening? And yeah, just like, just go for it like an Aries would say yeah <laughs> just do it yeah okay now so is your brand chart a Gemini rising Gemini rising okay so is the is like the 10th like the midheaven is it Pisces or Aries so like was it Neptune and Pisces or was it Jupiter and Aries that you were feeling that I think it was Jupiter which is the expansion yeah. which is the expansion piece yeah mm -hmm. and so, also Jupiter and Aries like let's go for it like 100 yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's just do it and yeah it's just so cool to be able to to look at that and really rely on it mm -hmm. um okay I have to pull your chart back up because I feel like is Jupiter is Jupiter like has it conjuncted your son yet my personal or business yeah, your personal like because you're an Aries right like has Jupiter you had that conjunction moment I'm not sure okay we're retro Jupiter's retrograde right now but like it'll come back but yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. But 
I wouldn't be surprised to be honest. There's been so much expansion in the last three months that even just the last three months, right? So <laughs> would not be shocked. Yeah. Um, if so for people to book the brand readings, do they have to like know astrology or like you keep it very okay? Cause like yeah, no, you don't have to know astrology. I will explain like all the things to you and keep it really simple. So I don't want to make it like this whole huge thing where it's like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. But I do allow like for questions, like at the end, if you have any questions about your reading and you're like, okay, like I'm feeling this way about my brand, like how can I, and how can I embody this? Then I really, I have it pulled up and I can just kind of on the fly tell you, okay, well, it's in this house. Like maybe try Instagram live or maybe try, you know, updating a website, maybe a brand, uh, like a rebrand, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, there's, it's definitely like, I go into to detail and then also I send you a PDF at the end too. So you can have everything and it's structured um, color palettes and all the fun, beautiful things. All right, and then this is me just being like nosy, curious Gemini. For your, um, like the people who do like the bigger, I guess like packages for like branding, design and web, do you like include uh, like an astrology thing at the beginning as part of your onboarding? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are really cool to just be able to pull up and be like, okay, like where can we, where can we really embody this brand? And then also I do brand strategy and intuition. So that's like my signature thing is including the intuition piece with the brand strategy. Cause it's really like the foundation of your brand. Right. So you're like looking at who your dream audience is, like um, how you can, how you can cater to them with your aesthetics. Right. So that's like the first thing that we do. So tying that in with the brand readings is really beautiful to be able to be like, okay, like this is how they're fully embodied in their brand and then transferring it over to aesthetics afterwards. So yeah, I'd say it plays a pretty big part in it. Yeah, I'm just like my first branding experience in 2018, like it was done beautifully, but there was no like astrology behind it. It was like, here's my mood board. And then the second time around, I like, I'd use the astrology to like give like, the designer of kind of what I wanted, but they, they will like went with it. Um, but I feel like it was very extremely helpful to like tap into like, I don't know, even like, I feel like you could even look at like your human design. Like I'm a projector. Totally. So I put guide on like on one of my, like I had her put astrology teacher guide because I'm like projector, I'm a guide. So even like stuff like, like that, I don't know, but. Yeah, there's, yeah. Like you said, there's just, there's, when you really start with that foundation, you can, it just bleeds over so beautifully, you know, and then you're really at the end of it, you're like, you have a brand that you can really embody. And then your dream clients are like super attracted to your brand because you're embodied in your brand. And then like the visual aesthetics are all, you know, um, are showing that. And so that's really what like branding is, is like, you're attracting your dream clients, but first you have to know who they are and how you're going to be able to, to attract them and help them and serve, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. And then tying the astrology piece to that, like there's, I also do um, like with projects, I will start either on the full moon or new moon, which I think I'll, I'll try to either start or end near a full moon or like a new moon. So then you can infuse like a ritual, like depending on which moon it is. 
like you can infuse a ritual into your brand like okay if it's full moon like set out some moon water and then like have it on your desk the next day and like water your desk plants with it or something like that or charge your crystals and put them on your desk um or like just do manifest like manifest with your brand um I just did a post not that long ago it was like manifestation uh like manifest uh, manifest with your brand on the Lionsgate portal because that is such a powerful time right um and so it's like there's so much that you can do with what you receive in branding or your website or print packaging, like any of those things that you can really infuse into one of the moon cycles, you know, or phases. So yeah, it's really, it's, that's how I really like to infuse the moon into my branding because it's, there's just so much that you can do. It's fun. Yeah. It's beautiful. That, yeah. I was just gonna say that's beautiful. I like, I launched my new brand thing on April 1st, which was the new moon in Aries. And I did that intentionally, but I don't remember what I did on the full moon. I don't know if I did anything like after for my brand on the full moon, but um, I knew I had to launch. I'm like Aries new moon. It's my 10th house. Let's go. So I'm curious. I'm just thinking the full moon in Aries this year is on Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, which I do not like when the moon aligns with holidays, like family gatherings. I just think it's too much energy. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. But I almost think it's like on purpose. Like it's intuitively on purpose for certain reasons. Like I feel like Christmas is going to be near a full moon too, or a new moon or something like that with the holiday time. And I'm just like, yeah. But um, okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, the moon thing. I didn't even think about the moon thing with like starting in it. Yeah, I feel like I sh- should click into that being a cancer rising, but sometimes I get so focused on like what sign the moon's in. I forget about the phase. Yeah, I mean, you could do that too, though. Like, mm-hmm. like if you want to start your brand during Leo season right now, right? Like, yeah, what a what a more perfect time to start your branding or your rebrand or your website. Like, right or like Virgo like let's get organized let's get you know structured all those beautiful things what more like what better way to start during that season you know so it's like you can really do it by season too like not just the moon um but yeah I I like I just really like to infuse astrology with branding because I think it's so it's so powerful and then just the last thing is I think I went through your feed because like there was some really good graphics on there, obviously, because you're, (laughs) (laughs) but I think it was on your feed. There was the things about the chakras and branding. Uh Uh-huh. And I like save some of them. And like, I work at an agency and like, it's very like masculine energy agency. And I just said in a meeting today, like Virgo season's coming. So we need to get organized and people like they, they'll listen. And I'm like, Mercury retrograde will be soon. So we have to make sure we strategize for that time. And love it. <laughs> um, they will listen and they're like, okay, she's talking about astrology, but like they kind of flow with it and they like look out for the energy shift. So I think that's cool, but I feel like I need to show them the chakra, one of your chakra posts, because I feel like sometimes, um, when they create strategies for clients or whatever, there's always like that missing element. I always ask the, the companies we work with, like, what's your why? Like, how can I infuse that into your work? And nobody was asking that before I started working there. So, but where, like, I forget what exactly it says. I feel like it was like your website was one of the chakras or something like that, but it was, it yes. was very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I'm actually posting something else 
next week about chakras and branding. So it's so funny. I almost did it today and I was like, okay, no, <laughs> not today. They're just not feeling it today, but um, I will be doing it next week because I've also been thinking about offering um, chakra readings for your brand. So I think that's really interesting. And yeah, like, so it really just depends on what chakra they are, but like, um, actually, let me pull up the post. I, act, I have it right here and we can kind of go through it because the website piece is, um, oh, you're talking about website in chakras, like your website in chakras. It was that or something or your brand in chakras, but it made so yeah. much sense. And I was like, it just made so much sense. I'm like, why don't people like use this more? Why is this not widely right? known in marketing? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, seriously. So the chakras and branding <laughs> right now that I will be posting next week. So you guys can save it when you, when I post it, but, um, like for your crown chakra, I used like a manifestation list. So it's like manifesting with your brand, right? Um, the third eye is your mood board. So okay. of like a visionary. Um, throat chakra is brand message. Okay. And then the heart is your clients because it's really clients are your heartbeat of your brand. Um, the solar plexus is your marketing. So like marketing strategy or like your intuition with your marketing. Uh, sacral is your actual, your overall brand or business. Mm -hmm. And then your root chakra is your business plan. So yeah, there's like, there's, yeah, you can, it, there's so much that you could do with just knowing about your chakras in your business um, and how to like tap in. Like there's like, that's just one of the ways that you can tap into each of those, right? But there's lists of things that you can tap into each one of them. And it's like, okay, how, where am I stuck in my brand? Like, where do I feel like the chakras in my brand are stuck? And then how can I embody those things um, to be able to get unstuck? So it's like the same as astrology, right? Like mm -hmm. what kind of guidance are you, are you looking for? And like what, where you can find yourself like this feeling better about it and like unstuck and just, yeah. So the clarity around it is really awesome. Even just like, as you said that, that made so much sense. That was beautiful. And also just like, I feel like in my time working with entrepreneurs and myself as one, you go straight to that vision or the list of kind of what you want. And it's like, you forget to start at the bottom, like grounded into something. You just go straight to the up, up at the top, which makes so much sense with like, I mean, yeah, even um, I think I read something that said some people are focused on like ascending up, but you have to like root yourself down first. And I feel like that comes through with the, the chakra list for your brand as well. Yeah, I love that. That's so true. It's like you have to feel that groundedness before you do anything, because if you're not grounded, you're just all over the place. <laughs> especially you as a Gemini right like you really got to ground me as an Aries I really have to ground I really got to go put my feet in the, that grass in the backyard and just like okay Jess still like let's let's do like yes we're going to do xyz but let's ground first and then is this really what I want to do okay are you excited about it okay cool let's go right but yeah it's like I love I love what you said about that that's beautiful yeah, I have like so many pieces of paper with my little list. So like I ground into the paper, but then I like forget that the paper is even there, but I have to at least get it out or else it'll just bother me, right? Like the, yeah. I love that. Okay, so how I like to end off each episode is just, I like to say advice from us. So advice from an Aries, do you have for the audience? Any piece of advice? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, from a fiery little Aries. Um, yeah, just like if, if you feel some sort of way about like your business or like you, um, like you have an idea and you've like, you've written it down for years on end, right? Just put yourself out there. <laughs> like coming from an Aries, just do it. And like, you don't, you don't have to like be perfect. You just, you just really have to start, you know? And then you evolve as you go. So um, yeah, I would say just freaking do it. It's like a Nike thing. <laughs> it should be an Aries. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'd love to hear from you on Instagram or by leaving a rating or review. It would also mean the world to me if you subscribe to this podcast, if you enjoy today's episode. If you'd like to support the podcast and continue to discover the don't tell me what to do vibration, there are three different ways. You can keep listening to these podcast episodes that I put out weekly. You can also purchase the subscription version of the podcast, which is new for exclusive episodes, or you can purchase my book, which has the exact same name as this podcast. So with so much love and gratitude, see you very, very soon in the next episode.